0: Friends, and welcome back to Speaking to Impact with your host, OJM International. The Speaking to Impact podcast shares proven tools and strategies to help listeners communicate with clarity and confidence. Well, I'm extremely excited about this particular episode as I have with me two of the young people that I mentor in the area of theatrical arts. Today, we're looking at how Generation Z can gain a voice particularly by engaging in the performing arts. And it is an absolute pleasure. These two young people recently competed in a theatrical competition and they were winners, Uh, one in the area of dramatic monologues and the other in the area of Shakespeare. So we're gonna pick their brain today, learn a few things from them in regards to how we can all become better speakers and how they have developed as young speakers, rising speakers, And so without further ado, let me welcome
1: Danielle McGowan
0: and Jamal Guy. First of all, I'm I'm curious as to what was the draw for you in regards to theatrical arts. What drew you to want to study theatrical arts?
1: Ever since I was little, I have always just had an interest in theatrical art. I've always had a passion for acting. I'm not sure exactly where it comes from, but I just knew that it was always something that I was interested in. It was always something that I wanted to do.
2: Almost the same thing. I remember doing a performance when I was younger, like really, really young. And I just loved being on the stage. It just happened. It just drew me in and I couldn't stop. Awesome. So
0: So for a young person who's on the fence, who's thinking about getting engaged in the performing arts, specifically theater, what would you say to them to get them over that hump? To convince them that they should do it?
1: I'd say that they should definitely do it even if that particular art is not a field that they want to go into while they're adults. I'd say that they should still participate in it because it does give you a voice. It does help you to express yourself and express your thoughts and it expands your creativity. So I'd say definitely.
2: Mm. Uh, if you're Thinking about jumping over the fence, then just do it. Just jump over that fence blind. It's either you like it or you don't like it. It's worth giving it a shot. Yeah. Got it. So how has being enrolled in a
0: theater curriculum helped you with speaking in public? Because there are so many people who dread speaking in public. Because the moment you step out, you know all of these eyes are looking at you. They're assessing the validity of what you're about to say, and that freaks a lot of people out. So what has helped you to get over speech anxiety?
1: I'd say that the biggest reason why public speaking is a huge fear for most people Mm -hmm. is because of judgment, fear of being judged by other humans. Certainly. But at the same time, it also does help you to develop public speaking skills, and it just helps you become more comfortable with Talking to other humans, even though it can be intimidating, you still want to be able to do it so that you can have a voice, get your voice out there, or perform if you're into performing.
2: I feel like the more you do it, you gain a uh, more comfortability mm-hmm. in presenting in front of people. So, yeah. So you're saying engaging in these theatrical exercises has
0: helped you launch into yeah okay,
2: and not have a uh, fear that keeps me back in like presenting my thoughts or whatever I'm doing in front of anybody. And how has reading a lot of dramatic literature
0: helped you find words to express yourself? Mm. Big question, right?
1: You want to take it? No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for one, it's helped me expand my vocabulary astronomically and also being able to pull different literary tools from out of my toolbox um, it helps me express myself in a lot of ways especially when i'm writing poetry or writing a story like it helps me build upon what i'm trying to say
2: it opens your mind because it puts you it makes you understand a lot of the opinions and situations that you encounter in the world and like how you think about certain things like if you with reading and everything you view the world differently and different aspects other opposed to not reading even when you 're just tunnel visioned
3: mm-hmm.
2: it makes you see the world differently and broader so and reading broader these scale. pieces of literature opens your world yeah
0: and exposes you to things beyond your common day to day reality yeah puts you in other worlds now, in regards to exploring poetry and prose and dramatic composition, monologues and scenes, if someone were asking you like what 's your process, how do you go about that, bringing these pieces to life. How do you start?
1: I think you have to start definitely with empathizing with the character. As much as it's easy for actors and it's easy for performers to judge the characters that they portray, I think trying to really get to know the character and their circumstance in the play, it helps you to put yourself in their position and think about how you would feel and how you would react. Mm. And then you can incorporate those feelings into the performance.
0: All right. So you have to have somewhat of an emotional identification. Jamal, what would you say? How? how what's your
2: process for bringing literature alive? First and foremost, understanding what you're delivering, mm-hmm. understanding the words and how to make what your character says ring true to you mm-hmm. because everybody is put into different circumstances and it may not be similar to you or like have a simi- similar opinion to you, but you have to find different ways of making it reign true to you. And so taking the text and making it personal. Yeah.
0: And you talked a lot about ensuring that you understand what you're trying to animate. Yeah. So it would start first with analysis and interpretation Yeah, before you get to performance. Uh Agreed. Awesome. Now there's a lot of talk and sometimes debate around how, how we should fund the arts. You know, some people think that we should throw a lot of money into the arts others think uh, they're not so significant. What would you say to national, state, or city politicians about the importance of the arts for young people?
2: Honestly, mm-hmm. the arts is the only thing that can change the human, like the human mind, like a collective of people, mm-hmm. because everybody looks at music, everybody mm-hmm. gains opinions from music and different mm-hmm. emotions and everything. Absolutely, mm-hmm. And it's It's not just music, it's art. You can go watch a movie, Netflix, accessible. Mm -hmm. You see different things and it opens your mind to different things. And it's like you can sway humanity, their opinions through art. Certainly. It should be a priority. Art certainly has a way of
0: influencing our culture, the way that we think, the way that we socialize. And so it's a tremendous resource for cultivating unity for attacking those things that divide us and looking at whether they have any true validity. And art can be a source of protest. And so how do you think that art has shaped your understanding of the human condition? How has it brought to you more self-awareness and then awareness of people around you?
1: I think that when we're given a character to play, or when we choose a character to play under a specific set of circ- circumstances, most of the time, eh, well, it depends, but I say mm-hmm. most of the time for me, there's circumstances that I haven't necessarily been under personally. Mm-hmm. So when I'm able to empathize with the character, that gives me the, a greater ability to empathize with other humans who might be in those circumstances or similar circumstances. And it just helps you understand what people go through. Like we're human at the end of the day. It helps you understand why we do the things we do and how it affects the people around us because we do not exist in a vacuum. Right. And anything that we do can affect those around us, can affect society, can affect the globe. Mm -hmm. So I think it really just opens your eyes to that reality.
2: Actually, it makes you like understand the people around you more. You can see situations unfold and you can see it happen before it happens because you've seen it like in literature. You've seen like everybody. I see everybody as a character. Mm -hmm. Everybody has a story and every story has its turns. And you see that if you understand or see enough literature or witness enough plays, Mm -hmm. you can see different situations unfold and understand like the world in itself. Because the world is just multiple situations with different people happening.
1: The world is one stage, and we're all just players on it.
2: Exactly. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: And that's a famous line, of course, from one of Shakespeare's plays, all the world's a stage, and all the men and women merely players. They have their entrances, they have their exits, and there's so much truth in a lot of his work. And, of course, as a part of your curriculum, with the two of you being Uh, juniors. We we didn't mention that at the start of this uh, podcast, but these two young people are juniors in high school. And so they're currently engaging with Shakespearean text and they're analyzing it, but not just stopping at mere analysis and writing papers, but they're looking at Shakespeare for the very purpose of performing Shakespeare and making it accessible to an audience. So we're we're just going to have a little fun now and, uh, Play around with some sonnets. <laughs> Maybe play around with uh, some soliloquies. Of course, this is not a full performance. This is a work in progress. But just to share with our listening audience some of what you've learned in your playing of Shakespeare. And, and before we actually uh, recite some Shakespearean text, can you give me a few pointers? If I am wanting to grow in my ability to perform Shakespearean text, what should I do?
1: Definitely take speech classes, speech lessons, and work on diction mm-hmm. because Shakespeare requires you to take in a lot of breath with some of the extended sen- extended sentences. And you also have to really be able to enunciate your words and articulate yourself because many people in modern times wouldn't be able to understand exactly what you're saying if they were hearing it for the first time. So interpretation is another thing you have to really be strong on. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, because that old language will get to you. Um, I would think understanding or knowing the definition of every word, because it gets tricky. Also, speech classes. You know, it's very, very important that
0: we be able to sustain our speech. We are accustomed also to abbreviating our words and speaking in slang or colloquial language, whereas there seem to be more of a celebration of sounds during uh, Shakespeare's time. And And I agree with what you all have said, definitely take speech class, as well as when you sit down with Shakespearean text, you want to make sure you have a firm comprehension of the text before you perform it, because your job is to increase the audience's comprehension of the words, have them understand this text in ways they haven't formally understood it, and also to connect your experiential knowledge bring your life to the text because you should perform it in a different way from the next actor. You bring your uniqueness to it, your point of view to the text. And so let's just have some fun now. Um, Why don't we start with you, Danielle, and just share a sonnet with us.
1: Okay. I will be performing Sonnet 63 by William Shakespeare. Against my love shall be as I am now with time's injurious hand crushed and or worn, when hours have drained his blood and filled his brow with lines and wrinkles, when his youthful morn hath traveled unto Asia's steepy night, and all those beauties whereof now he's king are vanishing or vanished out of sight, stealing away the treasure of his spring. For such a time do I now fortify against confounding age's cruel knife that he shall never cut from memory my sweet love's beauty, though my lover's life. His beauty shall in these black lines be seen and they shall live and he in them still green.
0: All (laughs) righty. So for the person who's saying, that sounded nice, but I have no idea what you're saying. Tell us a little bit about what Shakespeare is communicating in these lines.
3: Well,
1: in these lines, in this sonnet, what Shakespeare is communicating is that even though the, the person who's speaking, even though their lover may get older physically and you know they may get sick and start to have lines and wrinkles, that the love that they share will always be in that person's memory. And even though they may be young and youthful now, there will be a time when they become old and frail But the love will always exist, no matter if the physical person is gone, the love and the beauty of the love will still be present.
0: And it's going to be captured in the poetry.
1: In the poetry, reference to the black lines, in these black lines.
0: Awesome. And Jamal, you recently started working on Hamlet's soliloquy, where he expresses his thoughts about his mother's recent marriage to King Claudius, the brother of his deceased father, King Hamlet. And at this time in the play, Hamlet doesn't know that King Claudius is responsible for having murdered King Hamlet. And so you express your thoughts uh, in regards to your mother's behavior. Take it away.
2: Oh, that this too, too solid flesh would melt, thaw, and resolve itself into a dew, or oh, that the everlasting had not fixed his cannon against self slaughter. Oh, God. God, how weary, stale, flat, and unprofitable seems to me all the uses of this world. Fiant! afi. Tis an unweeded garden that grows to seed. Things rank and gross in nature possess it merely. That it should come to this. But two months dead. Nay, not so much, not too. So excellent a king that words to this Hyperion to a satyr. So loving to my mother that he might not beteem the winds of heaven visit her face too roughly. Heaven and earth must I remember why she would hang on him as if increase of appetite had grown by what it fed on. And yet, Within a month. All right, sir. Yeah. All right. And uh, like we said,
0: it's a work in progress. So there's a little bit more to that soliloquy, but those are the opening lines. So we're, we're digesting them now and further allowing them to sink, so that we can acquire what Danielle mentioned earlier, and that's emotional identification. Yeah. You know, just further understanding Hamlet's world and Hamlet's point of view at the moment. So we're we're coming to a close in our discussion. Perhaps there's something that you've wanted to communicate that we haven't communicated about the arts and how the arts are shaping you as a person, how you've seen yourself uh, mature as a result of your being uh, required to get up frequently before others and speak. So how has the performing arts, public speaking, matured you?
2: Before me, doing the performing arts, I was really reluctant to speak before people, but just constantly coming up in class to just rehearse. Just putting myself in front of my peers, it's, it made me more open to speaking my mind and my opinion in classes and everything and towards my like older people. And Jamal, um, you had a, a unique challenge because you came to
0: us, came to the States because of the hurricane that had a tremendous effect on your native country. And so you came with a heavy accent and you have been progressively learning neutral American speech. At the same time, of course, preserving your own cultural heritage. So what has that been like for you in terms of acquiring neutral American speech? It took
2: a while. Um, Sometimes I still get shaky because I don't know, like. It's a contrast because when I'm in my house, mm-hmm. I speak like I speak like I've never left where I'm from. And tell, tell and us where you're from. I'm from Dominica. Just when I'm at home, I, I speak very. I speak with my family and everybody's speaking the same way, mm-hmm. like they have never left. And then I call my friends, everything from back home. And then when I'm here, well, as soon as I step out of my house, so it's a cold shit. Yeah.
0: Okay. And uh, and you've been balancing both worlds in a in in a very quick manner because you haven't been here long. Uh-uh.
2: This is like what the second year. Yeah. This, no first year. No, no still like no, this. More, is the, this yeah, is actually the second year, the second year yeah, because right. you
0: came October of last year. Yep. And so this is really your first full year where you started the school year with the rest of the students. Yeah. Awesome. And so Danielle, for you, how has being involved in the performing arts, in particular theater matured you as a young woman?
1: It has definitely enhanced my public speaking skills, my ability to be able to get up in front of a group of people and perform or speak about something that is significant to me and just to have their attention. Art is my remedy. Art is therapy for me and art is definitely a safe haven for me. I always say that it keeps me sane in an insane world and I appreciate it so much for that.
3: Mm.
1: It has also helped me empathize more with people. I'm still working on it. Um, (laughs) God, God is still working on me, (laughs) but I think that my empathy definitely has increased, and I also think practicing theater and, you know, just being able to put myself in circumstances um, that belong to different characters, it gives me the ability to look at things objectively, even if A situation occurs that I'm in I try to look at it from a logical standpoint and say okay you know maybe I was wrong in this area maybe the other person or other people were wrong in this area Mm -hmm. how can we come to a middle ground how can we come to a consensus a consensus an agreement about what took place what went wrong and things of that nature and most importantly it is it's just helped me build my creativity it's helped me Mm -hmm. enhance my creativity you know writing, performing, analyzing, it's shaping my brain and expanding me in ways that I didn't even think were possible at one point. So I'm very appreciative of that.
0: That is awesome. One thing in particular that you mentioned is how the arts has helped you in your relationships and being able to understand what's going on in the relationships and to also look at yourself introspectively. And a lot of times, of course, in day-to-day endeavors, we're not really forced to look at ourselves, but before we can really play characters thoroughly, we have to have self-awareness. We have to ask ourselves all of these questions to get a firmer hold of our point of view, to get a firmer hold of what excites us, what makes us sad, and so that we can approach our work with knowledge of self. Definitely. Okay, so without question, you have certainly grown a lot in your artistry. Danielle, you have been pursuing uh, the craft and developing in this craft since the seventh grade, and, and now you're a junior. And uh, Jamal, even before you came to the States, you were involved theatrically back in your home country, and a lot of maturation has happened since you've come here. So what's next for the two of you? What's next? What, what do you want to
2: accomplish in regards to your artistry? Well, I would want to compete in more theater competitions Mm -hmm. and do more auditions, Mm -hmm. different auditions to theater companies Mm -hmm. and work on my diction more. Yeah. Because, I don't know, I need to get it perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's probably it.
0: Okay. Awesome. And you, Danielle, what, what do you want to strengthen? What do you want to reinforce?
1: I definitely want to pursue theater in college Mm -hmm. and um, earn a degree. I definitely want to take advantage of any audition opportunity that I have or even any performance opportunity that I have, whether big or small, there's always room for growth Mm -hmm. and that's the most significant thing to me, specifically with creativity, um, public speaking, really being able to emote and develop an emotional connection to the circumstances that my character is in
3: mm-hmm.
1: and to also communicate with other people better to help myself and my familial relationships and friendships and other relationships that I may have in the future and just to understand the human mind a little bit more because I'm also very interested in psychology mm-hmm. so and theater ties into that heavily So um, just things like that, expanding on everything. Everything needs growth. (laughs) Uh
0: (laughs) Well, I certainly want to thank these two young people for their time and for their insight and for sharing their experience in the performing arts. And you, my friend, I thank you for listening. And I want you to remember your voice has value.